1: What's your weird
2: story?
1: Hello, Weirdsville! Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Welcome to the weekly rendition of The Weird. I am your host, Barry Johnston. With me, as always, my best friend, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir?
0: Hello, Barry. I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing well.
1: Doing well. Doing well. Well, uh, <laughs> I came home last night to a, a huge uh, field fire. Thought my neighborhood was on fire, and well, that's uh, lovely. oh my lord, it was quite uh, quite a, a sight. There's a huge field. They decided to, to set fire to it, and uh, it's, it was questionable. It was questionable. Yeah, I, I don't know if they really understood what they're getting themselves into. But everything's cool. Uh, just a ton of smoke. Was it, was it windy? It was a little bit windy, and just the thing—be
0: careful, especially oh, out yeah. there.
1: And it was—it was huge. I mean, it was a huge field, man. I bet you a hundred acres, eighty acres, huge. Wow. And you know, fire trucks were all over the place, and and uh, every, it seemed like everybody for, in town was out by my house looking to see what was going on. So. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I thought man. my neighborhood was on fire. <laughs> so uh, oh, anyway, yeah. Besides that, everything's great, man. How about yourself?
0: Doing all right, man. It's finally, you know, it's finally getting hot up here. I think I mentioned that last week, but boy, it's yeah. they even cranked up the heat a little bit more. So it's summertime. But uh, I tell you, I've found some nice cool relief. Oh yeah, uh, indoors watching the uh, the new unsolved mysteries yeah 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 man i watched the first episode
1: i think it was last night dude is really good
0: dude really really good i i I did half the first in one night and then half in another night uh, you're way ahead yeah man yeah oh well i also stayed up way too late watching it and of course one thing that's happened to me that i've gotten older that I've at least been aware of more is that, um, I have a lot of dreams and I don't necessarily remember them all, but I just know I dream a lot and I dream pretty vividly. Uh-huh. And, um, like there, some of the stuff that I watched on self mysteries kind of bled through into, uh, my dreams and like, this, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wore me out, man. I'm sure got a couple of couple of nights of not very good rest, but (laughs) I'll take that because, like the cases that they did, most of them are missing uh, persons type cases. Yeah, um, like that first one where the guy fell through the roof. Man,
1: how weird! And it's yeah, I love those kinds of shows anyway. But 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 it just Mm -hmm. seemed like they did a really really good job. I like that they that they didn't, you know, have a have a host per se. You know what I mean? It's not based around because that guy Mm -hmm. he was the character of the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could Uh, can't be Robert Stack.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was so well done. Uh, The production's fantastic, and they go deep on these stories. And yeah. So I'm excited, man. I now that you said that, so I watched the first one, and I'm like, damn, that was really good. And then I, I kind of put it on the back burner, but now I got to get, I got to get through it. So I got to get yeah, through yeah,
0: that. Yeah, there's, there's a really good one. There's one UFO one, which is really cool. Okay, cool. Um, and then there's like some other like uh, murders and stuff, but Sweet. like, um, um, but yeah, like. I if it, I think the product I think they're better. They're better made. Yes, now, there's they only are. a few of them so they but they're more polished. Yes. Um they're more well produced. Yep. Um and they're more documentary type. Exactly. Uh, series. Um but in the you know completely in the vein of the original. And they even do have uh, if you look at the introduction cuz they use a sim- very similar Exa- music.
1: Exactly. You know? Just kinda, they just kind of And then at
0: the very yep. Mhm. At the very end of the of the opening credits, you'll see a kind of smoky um, figure of uh, Robert Stack there. Nice, um, nice. Who you know as he as as a tribute to him because right. you know he he died. He had cancer and he died uh, while they were still making that show because that show was on uh, for yeah. a long time. It was on for a long so,
1: time. Yeah, it seems like they took those cases and they really they really took their time with them. Because the other show was kind of... Didn't they have like a... They would do a few cases sort of crammed into a, one show, right? Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. F- from the, what I remember. Usually,
0: it was kind of like they were an hour long and they mm-hmm. were kind of like... Um, well, actually, I guess they would have been more like 45 minutes because it was on network TV. Right. And, you know, you couldn't get as... Ex- you know, they couldn't get explicit. They couldn't... Right. Like, um, you know, they had to... Like, the people in, the, in these are more straightforward and real. Right, right? You know, they're not to be talking. They're being real interviewed. You know, they're talking like they normally would. Um, but yeah. like, um, you know, they would have had a small, a few small vignettes, you know, right. so they, right. but now they're really, they're really focusing, like you said, really in depth on each individual case. Yeah. And, fantastic. And, uh, and it's fantastic, dude. It Heck is yeah. fantastic. Heck yeah, man. So another thing I watch, I've been watching, I've been catching up on my, um, the flash You know, which is uh, the the superhero, the fastest man alive, Barry Allen, who uh, you always, when we were little kids, um, we were playing superheroes. You and um, uh, my two best friends were the Flash, as you were the Barry Allen Flash, and and Jay Whipple was the Jay Garrick Flash, and the only superhero that had the name Adam was Adam Strange, who now I love, but as a little kid. You just didn't want to be, you know, you don't, that's not a superhero name yeah, you want right. to associate. With of course. But anyway, um, <laughs> I digress. Because um, obviously I love superheroes, love comic books, all of that stuff. If you know me, you know that. Yes. But uh, I was, so I was watching it. I'm really getting into because The Flash is the best of the TV series. The DC has done a really good job on there. Um, tv series for their superhero characters not so much in the movies but yeah. um they're super solid on the tv shows and the flash is probably the best of the network ones and um so they did this i'm um, catching up and they had this crossover where they had all the different shows coming into each other and there was one where superman um at first you know shows up on the scene and he you know, pulls his shirt open to show the S like he normally does, you know, like, okay, now I'm getting ready to turn the Superman from Clark Kent to Superman. Yeah, yeah. And he did that. And I just, went, ooh, 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 I just giggled like a little, <laughs> little child, you know, and, uh, I was like, Oh God, you know, but I so I texted a friend about it and, um, I, um, I hit the wrong, I, te- I ended up sending it to the wrong person. Um, and fortunately, I didn't embarrass myself. <laughs> I sent it to our buddy Sam. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hilarious. Like, know, I mean, you know, um, he's 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 a juggalo. You know, uh, but so really, there's not much you can do to embarrass yourself compared to that saying that to <laughs> me. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I sent it to Sam, and he totally responded like normal. I mean, obviously, it was, this was like, oh, well, this is kind of weird, out of normal, out of you know out of the blue type of comment but okay and but he also understood it was me so i totally was not like you know an embarrassing thing or anything that's hilarious that's awesome that's funny (laughs) so today so getting getting past all of that and uh, uh today our guest is bobby and uh i've known bobby for a few years now she's super cool and she's super talented musician and um She's got some – I've I've, I've been on Bobby to to be a guest for quite a while because I knew she had stuff. I knew she's kind of a person who's just had an interesting life, and I know she's got all sorts of interesting stories. And she's like, well, I kind of have this one. I don't know. And so I was like, well, we'll talk. And then, you know, because as we've said before, um, when we talk to people, often they have one story, but then they start – to remember all these other things, yep. and and guess what?
1: Yep, here we go. Yeah, we had a great conversation yeah. with her. We one little story oh, yeah. turned into a full, full blown episode, and we had just this is a great conversation, yeah. and this is the reason why Absolutely. we 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 enjoy doing this. We enjoyed talking to people because, you know, people are at least the ones that listen to our podcast and that come on are pretty interesting people, and they have a really a varied background of education and, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it was a great, great time and we appreciate her for coming on.
0: Yeah. So Bobby, thank you for finally, for joining us. (laughs) What's your weird story?
3: So I went to, uh, jail for the first time at, um, 31. Um, I think, I actually am not sure if I was 30 or 31, Um, but uh, I went to jail and I was in, um, I was in a, a, what is it, like a solitary confinement for three, three or four days. And then after that, I went to the regular population and um, I was sitting in my cell, like in the middle. So there wasn't anything around me. Cells are pretty empty. They're searched every day. Um, I had no one else as a cellmate at that time. Um, And I was just sitting in the middle of the cell. I had nothing, but we get like one outfit and that's it. Um, And I'm just sitting there with my legs crossed and I had a book in my lap. And I looked up and a pencil fell right into my lap. And I didn't see it fall from anything, but I saw it fall, like it, it feels like maybe a foot above my head is when I kind of saw it and then I watched it come down and I felt it hit my book Whoa! and I heard it hit my book and I saw it hit my book
4: Whoa!
3: and I was freaking out. Like my first thought was just, I was instantly excited because I'm a writer and I didn't have a pencil. Like I, you (laughs) know, that's what I wanted to do was just write. I was, I had a lot going on (laughs) in my head and uh, so I was excited and I, I like started looking around for the pencil right away. Um, and then I kind of started to feel crazy because it was very real, but now I'm in this panic state because I can't find it, and I don't understand like what happened um I never found it like it just it was it was just so, and the thing is is that so I don't know if you've been to jail, <laughs> but um. It's not like in the movies, like there's no bars. Nobody could throw anything through the door at me.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, there's there's just no way that you can hide anything in a cell um, unless you're Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> like,
4: right.
3: You've got nothing.
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Yeah.
3: So, and I think what what really tripped me out was, I, so I'm a fairly rational person, I hope. Um, I'm really into... Um, Math and science And I just go there So my first reaction after being Excited was to Try to rationalize it Like well shit what's going on where did this come From and I spent um, The next nine months In jail like trying To figure out what happened that day And I still haven't I watched um, Have you ever played that game uh, 40 toys No No So, there's this game on um, Steam. I think it's like $12. You should definitely get it. But it basically makes you understand how we can't comprehend anything outside of three dimensions. So, you've got these toys like falling in front of you, and then it looks like they just kind of disappear and like come or they reappear out of nowhere. But it's only because we can't perceive it. And then it'll also go back and show you what it's like trying to what it's like to see 3D things in a 2D world. Mm -hmm. So that way you can go back into the 3D world and, you know, make sense of it. But um so I played that game and while I was playing it, I thought of the pencil, like right away. Because I thought about how I saw it, you know, fall down and heard it, felt it, everything. But it felt like it just came out of nowhere and then it just disappeared again. Yeah. And you know, I, I've. It was just one of those moments where I was like, you know, that that was the only way I could make sense of it, and it just clicked. Um, and I don't. I've I've already kind of gone through the uh, trying to rationalize it by saying, well, you know, I was in in jail for the first time, like I was probably having a psychotic break or something like that, but. Or, you know, maybe it was because I didn't have people around, but I was actually really okay in jail. Like, I, it, jail was a break.
2: Yeah.
3: And um, I had no distractions. I had, like, I think I was the most mentally stable in jail than I've ever been. Wow. Um, so it just didn't it, it, it didn't make sense to me
4: mm.
3: how it happened. And the only way that I can make sense of it is through math. And okay. the math is there. Like, um, man, I wish you guys could just see this this game so you could understand what I was talking about. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. And what's weird is I went on Reddit. And um, you know that subreddit, um, Glitch in the Matrix? Mm-hmm. So I went and I posted it in there. And there were, like, five or six people who responded. And they were like, I believe you. That has happened to me wow not a pencil but um one guy said it was a cigarette it was like a group of him and his friends and they were sitting around um in the basement concrete ceiling kind of just like in the jail nothing around them and they were talking about how great it would be to have a cigarette and they were like i mean they were kids
4: Mm -hmm.
3: and they said one just dropped in the middle like in between them and um that felt more sinister than a pencil, right, <laughs> in right. jail. um, you know, when it's kids and it's something like that. Um, and then, a, another girl, um, said that something similar happened with a necklace, but I kind of thought that one through. And I'm, if you've ever worn a necklace, it's pretty common that it'll just like unclick and fall in yeah, your lap. So right, I don't know about yeah. that one, but there were some stories that I heard and I was like, you know, that sounds a lot like, like what happened.
0: Wow. It reminds me of uh, a story that our friend Heather told about how um she'll she'll be and this happens to her frequently but she'll be somewhere and she'll just get like basically she'll to get like a drop of water, of water or rain mm-hmm. on her. And but there's nothing around to make that mm-hmm. droplet. It's not like a leaky pipe or anything like that. But this has happened two or three times in her life where she'll just all of a sudden like be hit by some you know a, a droplet of water.
3: Is it and like a big drop or?
0: It's it's one enough that's like noticeable, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah. so I guess kind of like you know a relatively big drop, not like just a little, you know, a little droplet, but a full blown uh-huh. drop. I guess yeah, I don't know. Right. But it's <laughs> a bucket. But, yeah, not a bucket, but you know so. <laughs> but yeah so it it's it, it makes me wonder if it, there is something cuz there is that whole idea about uh, the glitch in the matrix there's um it makes me think that maybe there's something to where like willful thought or some kind of you maybe mani- some kind of manifestation of this but then it right. like I don't know if it's, you made some, maybe, maybe you made something appear into reality, mm-hmm. yeah. but we're shocked by its appearance that it immediately went away.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's, that's, that's the only thing that I could, and that's woo woo. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, there's so much strange things that happen yeah. in the
3: yeah. universe. The
0: strangest thing about it. I don't it,
3: think there's limitations.
1: Right. Mm. Well, the thing, the strangest <laughs> thing about it is like, uh, jail cells are usually pretty gone. They're gone through pretty, uh, Pretty uh, extensively. So, if it were something that would have been left behind from somebody, yeah, like that would have been f- that would have been
0: found. You would think,
3: yeah, there's no leaving behind in, yeah. in there. Did you ever- also?
0: No, go ahead. Pencil to me, a pencil to me seems like something that they might not want you to have because that of could course, be, yeah, you know, contraband. That could be a weapon. Yeah.
3: Well, and it wasn't a jail pencil that I saw. Hmm. Jail pencils are those little golf pencils, right? So there's no eraser. It's just those tiny little pencils. This was like a a pencil. Wow. I mean it was yellow like those, but yeah, it wasn't a jail one.
1: And you never you never brought this up to anybody else? You never talked to anybody about it?
3: No, because I I I just assumed, you know, people would think that either I was crazy, I went crazy. Right. Um, and I'm still crazy, you know. I just don't um no, Reddit was the first time I ever brought it up.
1: Do you have any writings that you wrote with from that pencil? Like do you have anything? from that?
3: That I wrote? No, because I didn't have that pencil. Oh. It, it, it disappeared. It disappeared, yeah. Oh,
1: it disappeared. Sorry. But I
3: did write the whole nine months in jail. That's all I did. Right. And I wonder if that's... So, you know, the woo-woo? You were saying the woo mm. <laughs> that yeah. you were saying yeah. from earlier? Um, there that there were some suggestions there, too. Like, you know, people on Reddit, of course. Um, they would suggest that maybe I manifested it, but mm. it didn't belong, or I wasn't strong enough, or I didn't mm. realize what I was doing, so it disappeared. There was also, um, someone said, you know, it's it's almost like, with you being a writer, it's almost like you had someone looking out for you. Mm-hmm. And even if they couldn't let you keep the pencil physically, they could at least make it obvious, make you look at it, think about it, and then you kn- you'd know what to do, like, right. while you were there. You right. know what I mean? Right. And there's so, I mean, there's so much that, I think the coolest thing is that the more I've tried to rationalize it with what most people would say it would be common sense, you know, like the sciences, what's been proven, um, the more I feel like it is possible that it was there. Like it Mm -hmm. was really there. Yeah. Um, And I've caught myself like you know, seeing things or, or whatever. And I knew like, well, that was weird. I obviously just saw something, nothing like, like that experience at all. Yeah. And it's really just bugged what, me. Yeah,
0: what, that's wild. Wh- what kind of things have you seen that, that were weird? Um,
3: well, I was actually on camera for one of them. Um, and it was when I was streaming and I was sitting in my living room And I saw my husband at the time, he wasn't home, but I saw him walk in and look at me. And he walked by my piano. He was wearing a white t-shirt, like walked right by into the bedroom. And I was um, streaming um, every day at that point. And I think it was at like 11, but I saw him walk in. I said, hey, and then he walked into the bedroom. And then I went back to my computer and I started talking. And then I was like, wait, he's not... Is he here? So then I got up and I went to look for him and he, he wasn't there.
4: Whoa. Yeah. Damn.
3: And so that's... I called him afterwards and I was like, Hey, did you, you know, stop by the house? And he was like, no, uh, I didn't like getting chills right now. I yeah. forgot about that, but that's um, a
0: doppelganger. That's, that's a straight up doppelganger story.
3: Are there stories about this? Like mm-hmm. out there where it's not oh. just a twin, but like another you and see what if that, so, you know, the multiverse theory, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's something that I guess I could, but it was also weird because it, it didn't seem like, um, like at the time I just, it was just normal. It's, it was normal to see my husband right. walking through the house. So right I on. didn't think anything of it, but looking back, it does, it, he did seem different, mm-hmm. you know, like, a like, um, you know, like those people who are just kind of dead inside, <laughs> um, yeah. Right. sad.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, the, there's the um, the Scandinavian term. It's it's called it's doppelganger, and it's basically um, it's not exactly like an evil twin, but it is a duplicate of someone, and it is often a dark version of them, kind of, or a you know, it's more of a it's a like you described. He was him, but he wasn't. Yeah, it just seemed off or sad. Right, exactly, exactly. And you should you should look into this. You should read read uh, do some to now. <laughs> do some put um, some other
1: Reddit search for yeah, you. Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Or, you know, because I mean, and this there's a long history of doppelganger stuff. Like this mm-hmm. goes back like centuries. You know, it's a long, deep tradition in those uh, Scandinavian countries, and um, so that's what you know. That's what it sounds like to me. We had somebody. Um, on our show uh, my friend Shannon he came on and he told us when he was little um, his family would see him like yeah the, on one like yeah. one or two occasions but they would see him and he was being mischievous seems like running down the hall and like hitting all the doors
4: mm-hmm.
0: and then like and then running out the front door and then his his family, like you know, they're like what was that all about? And then he comes out of like the bathroom because he and he just taken a shower, mm-hmm. you know, um, something like that. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but yeah. that's you know, I mean, that's like this is a it's it's an occurrence that this you know that's happened before, and you yeah, could say
2: noted.
0: you could say that you know that maybe there's something wrong with the matrix, you know, if you if you if you believe and in, in that. Particular model of understanding the universe, yeah. or you know, or it could be that it's something you know, something out of time or out right. of dimensional, you right. know, extra. That's, that's what I was like going to say.
1: Is maybe it's it's a residual something or other that, mm-hmm. which would be either way is weird, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And freak- Matt,
3: did you ever did, do you ever hear stories? Because um, I actually do have a weird situation that happened in Goldsboro. And I'm kind of wondering now, if, since you know about these things, um,
1: we've heard all We've heard all kinds of weird shit okay. from Goldsboro. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, what about, you know how there's fields everywhere? I don't know if there is now, but when I lived there, it was fields everywhere. I lived mm-hmm. in a, um, a trailer park, uh, Wayne Woods. It was right off Antioch Road. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a field, and my friend and I, um, her name's Megan. I wonder if she... I think she still lives in Goldsboro Um, She's got some weird stories too I should actually reach out to her Um, But uh, anyway So we were driving home In our car at night And we went by the the, We drove by the field and there were these lights That were Like bluish And they were like going like this Just kind of random Over the field Mm. And so we were like, what the hell is that? And we're just like slowed down a little bit and we watched it and it was there for a long time. We drove real slow next to it, just trying to figure out what the hell we were looking at. And we were like, are those fireflies? Like, you know how, um, when you, when you were a, a kid, I guess, and you first started smoking weed, like a firefly would look like a UFO. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so, like We were like trying to figure out, we weren't high, but that's what it reminds me of, um, we were trying to figure out, like, what the hell are we looking at? Is that, like, a bug? Is it a plane? Because we couldn't tell how far away it was. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing about it made sense. We couldn't tell if it was close or far or, like, what oh. was going on. So we saw those lights, and then we just drove home. You know, like, nothing happened. But we went inside, and I, like, immediately told my my parents. I was like, we saw these fucking lights. Like, it was cr- – I don't know how to explain it. Do you guys want to go look at them? Um, and then – my my mom and Carl, uh, my stepdad, um, he he they looked like terrified. But it had nothing to do with the lights.
2: Hmm.
3: They told me, um they told me that they so we had uh, it was back when we you had like the tape um machines phone
1: yeah, and, yeah. what are
3: they called? I don't even remember Yep. Oh my god I'm mm-hmm. like And messenger
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, ta- you're talking to a couple yeah, Old geez. dudes We know yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
3: So th- Oh my god Alright so They They came home And They saw that they had Two messages So They pressed play To listen to the messages And they heard On the message It was like The outgoing message So It's not like Someone picked up the phone But it was like they had recorded this, but we checked the recording, like their message, their voices were there, but you just didn't hear it. Instead, you heard this weird, like, um, like whispery. And it's so fucking cheesy. I don't even want to say the words that they said, but they they said, go home and get revived. And they said that three times. And my aunt is on the phone and she's like, Michelle, Carl, is that you? And then they're just saying, go home and get revived. And it was like real, like old person, like, you know, wispy, creepy yeah. ass voice. Um, and so they hang up. And then right after that, there's another one because my aunt called right back. She's like, what the fuck? Like she was thinking somebody like had broken into the house or either, you know, my parents were sick yeah. or dying on the phone or something. So she called back and she's like, hey. Michelle, Carl, is that you? What's going on? And then they're just like, I can't understand what they're uh, what they were saying in the second one, um, but it was the same like voice. Wow. Um, and so my my mom and dad are real, um, real spiritual. Um, so they my dad like got out the sage instantly, <laughs> and yeah. um, they burned it. Um, but shortly after that, like there was a, a good week or two where weird shit was going on in the house my mom found a snake on the back of the toilet she got locked into the bathroom and she's like crying and screaming locked into the bathroom and there's a fucking snake on the back of the toilet oh Um, my god um and i had this poster over my bed and i i couldn't fall asleep because i felt like someone was suffocating me And I would see like three people standing over my bed. My mom had to buy, you know, how back in the day um, you could buy an extra phone line for your house?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So,
3: like, I had my own phone number, but it was the same phone line. Right. Um, So, I had a phone and my mom had me keep it in my bed so that whenever that happened, I could just call her because I was so scared. I couldn't breathe. Someone was suffocating me, three people. Oh, my God. So, I, you know, um, that's how we took care of that. But my, stepdad came in and he's like trying to figure out he's like got his sage he's doing his whole you know i don't know what he does but <laughs> yeah <laughs> um weirdo shit but he's awesome so it's okay <laughs> but he would he came in and he's like where is it coming from and he went up to the poster and it was just some poster that i bought at the fair um the county fair and he like ripped it down so he burned the machine he burned the poster and um he burned the the um Oh, God, there was something else. I don't remember. Um, oh, toilet. it was something. No, he didn't burn the <laughs> <laughs> Kept the toilet. Um, no, there was something else, though. It, all I remember is it was, like, a blue piece of fabric. But um, my mom said she, like, saw a little girl running through the house once. Like, a little girl in I a... I don't fucking know. Wow. But um, it was, like, two weeks of that. They burned it, and then nothing ever happened again. And we didn't really talk about it. After that, um, wow, my I do remember overhearing um, my mom saying something about finding out that we were on a Indian burial ground or something. But I don't know how much of that is true. Um, but yeah, that was a whole that was a weird, weird sounds, couple of weeks. That we still like never it. connected the lights. Don't know what those well, were <laughs>
0: All right, so we're gonna we got a lot, a lot to unpack here, and because uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had. I've had goosebumps and my the hair on my arms has been standing up straight for the past 5 minutes since since the blue lights. Hey Barry, do you know what's coming up? I think something pretty special, right? I kind of think it's pretty special. Very soon, our 100th episode. Wow. That's right, Weirdsville. 100 episodes of the What's Your Weird Story podcast. 100 regular episodes have come out, and we want to hear from you. If you would like to call into the hotline and wish us a happy 100 episodes, just say something in your message or whatever, you know, tell us how we're doing or whatever, we ask you to please do that, and we will include it in the show. That hotline is 513-909-9821. That's 513 5- 513-909-9821. I forgot to do it in the radio voice the first time. Okay. Okay. So first thing, um, I I would I thought that when you were talking about the blue lights, I'm like, well, maybe this is some kind of UFO activity mm-hmm. because um, there's the Air Force base that's right there.
3: Oh, you Seymour know? Johnson. Right.
0: So. <laughs> UFO, you often see a lot of UFO activity around Air Force bases because of just the the nature of the beast on that stuff.
4: Yeah.
0: But in connection with all the other stuff that you're talking about, it seems like those might have been like some kind of like, maybe those were spirits or something. Or maybe they weren't, and you just happen to have these two weird experiences. Yeah. Yeah, this high this bout of high strangeness. That Those yeah. weren't necessarily linked with what was happening at home. But the stuff that's happening at the house, that is... So, okay. You got the the voices on... That was creepy as hell. I don't know what that was. I'll go home and revive. I would be freaking out about that. Yeah. And I... Understandable yeah. why your parents were so... Freaked out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I want... I want to get to the... In your bedroom, when you you felt like there's a you know uh, A heaviness on your chest And you couldn't move Yeah And yeah. you saw three figures What did they look like?
3: I mean I couldn't tell you s- silhouette Is that they a,
0: were, Okay Yeah These,
3: I mean they They distinctly Had faces <laughs> they, oh. <laughs> But But they were uh, They were I don't I mean I can't say they were tall I was a kid Everybody And I'm 4'11 Yeah Um but to me they felt tall um silhouetted and had hair (laughs) like they had faces i but they were i could see faces i could see like a a a face shape like a human face shape you know
0: could you see detail like features
3: no No. so
0: basically they were all shadows right no i could
3: they they had like lit faces kind of but it was like i don't know like I guess how you would describe like a moonlit face or something, mm, you know,
2: okay.
3: like not ominous, but, um, I not distinct, but I could see like a face mm, skin.
0: Looking, wow. You know, Does it sounds. Oh, oh, pardon me. Um, did any of them wear hats?
3: I don't remember hats.
0: Okay. Cause it sounds like, um, classic, uh, shadow people, uh, that you saw there. Yeah, and um, there is the state in which, um, again, this is from a scientific approach. The state in which you are, um, you're, you when you're sleeping, and then you wake up and you feel like you have a, a heaviness on your chest, and you can't move your body, and you can't mm-hmm. speak or anything like that. That that is called um, sleep paralysis. There's yeah. another name it's called hypogogia or something like that that I can't pronounce because I'm not good with like that kind of that many syllables in a word but <laughs> um but that's sleep paralysis and part of sleep paralysis is that people often have these kind of weird they see things, yeah, some people will see a super scary demon type creature. some people will see aliens, um some people will see like you know ghosty people or or angels and and a lot of people see these silhouetted people that are shadow people. Yeah. So that's not an unusual thing. Now, science it doesn't know exactly what it is, but they try to say that it's probably um your brain is waking up well uh, more of um your brain is in a state between consciousness and sleep. Mm-hmm. And your body has not responded and come out of sleep with the rest of, with your brain. So your brain is open, is aware, somewhat aware. Your eyes are seeing things.
3: You know why that doesn't make sense to me, though? Have you ever kicked in a dream? Like, you're not paralyzed when you're sleeping. You know what right. I mean? And right. I definitely kicked myself awake because I was
4: oh, I did afraid
3: that a in a dream, Yeah. you know, Um. So that's why I, I don't know if I can buy that theory. Um, I mean, how, dreams and how bizarre they are and, and what the fuck they're for is exactly. wild enough. But to be, to be, par- I mean, I've only ever been paralyzed, awake, you know, wide awake and afraid. Um, right. So I so that, you know, I, I don't think science, I think science might be overlooking something there. <laughs> Trying to explain it, you know.
0: Yeah, well, it's 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 again, you know, science is trying to use the framework that it understands.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it,
0: it doesn't understand everything, especially when it's connected to the human brain. Right. Yeah. You know, and sleep, especially. So. Right. But that's you know, but um.
1: And that that part when you're hovering between consciousness and unconsciousness is a weird state, man. You can you can tap into some crazy shit, dude. You know. Mm-hmm. Have
3: you ever like? tried to um work through dreams like when you feel yourself falling you know that part where like you feel yourself starting to dream you're not right. quite awake yet or mm-hmm. quite asleep yet right um I think I remember one with a roller coaster and it was the first time that I had been so um so uh, like present mm-hmm. in a dream before and I Luce. want to get back to that right lucid, I
1: lucid dreaming yeah, yeah. Where you you consciously make the decision to alter or mm-hmm. uh, participate in the dream? Yes, yeah. And but I've uh, never been able to to do it. It's hard. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. hard. There are ways that apparently that you can uh, focus that and do that. There's a lot of traditions where people do that. Um, but yeah, it is a difficult thing because most people are like if. If you recognize that you're in a dream, typically you'll come out of that dream.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, you'll
0: wake up. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. That happens to me a lot. That's a good defense for me because a lot of times when I'm having like really really bad dreams, uh, my brain will say, you know, hey, Adam, this is a dream. It's not real. And then I'm like, okay, and then I can get out. Right. Um. But those are like the particular, you know extra really bad ones. So um. But like. I I can't really do the lucid dreaming. I don't know too many people. I know people who have like, kind of gotten a little bit where they could, but it's just mastering that is a whole other thing. And that again, that might be something that you would you could look into. Um, but I, I know I've, you have a, a million interests. In I've, so
1: I've put myself back into a dream, like after yeah. sort of. I know I've done that. It's like, why
3: did you want to go back? Because
1: I liked it so much. It? Like there was something about it that I was really into. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, that was nice. Like, yeah. I want to go back. I want to go back in there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: I, I wanted think- to try to force myself to learn things in in dreams. Uh-huh. Like, um, um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of people who say that our dreams are specifically for problem solving because our we're working at maximum, well, not maximum capacity, but pretty high level capacity mm-hmm. when we're awake yeah um, so at night is the only time that we're shut down enough to really work out the the kinks and like process what we did during the day and and what happened during the day, right so there are people who have like who have trained themselves to be able to um, sp- like purposefully work through specific problems while they're sleeping, right. Um, I've never been able to do that probably because I can't lucid dream um, but I I have tested the theory of like memorization at night um, I memorized like the first 50 something digits of pi in wow. one night and I swear it's because I like set that intention did it over and over again in my head while I was falling asleep and yeah. then it you know committed it to long term memory Yeah. yeah. Um, it supposedly you know because that's the last thing that was on my mind so in my sleep i just
1: i do that a lot too i do that a lot if there's something if there's a problem if there's something that i'm trying to work out i will make it a point to use that time to go over and over and over and over a problem or something And it and it you know and then you've got you've got monks that claim that uh they can get themselves into a psychedelic state by meditating that are able you know they're able to reach these real real depths of meditation and i think there's something to that i can't do that you know i've always needed substance to make me get into that kind of framework but they they claim that they can get there by simply by meditating the mind mm-hmm. is an amazing thing yeah you know and and like where It's like where your brain picks up after your conscious mind is asleep um, is a bizarre place. You know, you're talking about multiverse and Mm -hmm. string theory, um, DMT, um, you know, I think all the... <laughs> yeah. I think all those, <laughs> yeah, I think all those things start cause you know, everyone's pineal g- gland produces DMT and they think that that might be part. Respo- no, don't say it. What? I'm going to say adrenochrome. Huh? Oh, okay. no, 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 so no. no, 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 <laughs> no, <It's laughs> like I
3: can't talk about that. Right
1: I'm saying <laughs> se- so DMT, they think might be responsible for, for, for getting the dream state going. Um, it's also what's responsible for at death that the brain gets flooded with DMT oh, okay. and it's part of the natural transition in life. And, and most living organisms have a pineal gland and it releases DMT, um, which is fascinating. But regardless, it's, it's cool to talk about. And it's really something that um, I wish we knew more about, you know, yeah. the mind. And what it can do.
3: The the DMT release before you died trips me out because I just think, well, how much do you at what point in your life? How much of it is released before we is any released at all, even tiny, tiny amounts before we fall asleep?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they think it might be, but.
3: And then a ton right before you die for the eternal sleep.
1: <laughs> right. Which is the that's, that's the way I want to go, man. I want to yeah. go, go tripping balls man you know
3: you know what I've wondered if so I, I mean I know there's the obvious and if I'm getting too weird feel Mm-mm. free to tell Mm-mm. me um, listen but, you
1: can't get too weird trust me
3: I've always wondered how many suicides were more out of curiosity than it was out of like intense pain like how many have and I, I mean, maybe it takes pain to be that curious, but I've always thought that if that's where I was ever going to go, that if I was ever going to go out that way, it would be more because I was just, I just wanted to know. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way to know, like, what this life is about.
0: I think that if someone was to going, if they did have that kind of, um, the idea behind suicide you know they would then that would be really it would have to be kind of i mean that you have to really clear off the bucket list you really would have to get rid do everything else yeah in life you wanted to to get there now obviously there are people who have chemical imbalances and who um and and that pushes them towards Unfortunately, you know, or and they also have traumas and all these other things that push them towards, you know, thinking the suicide is their way out. And you know, and you know, as somebody who's had um, suicidal thoughts in the past because of pain and trauma and trying to deal with these things, unfortunately, did not, you know, go through with it. Um, You know, I I think that that's probably more along the lines of, I think suicide is more along the lines of desperation of and, um, because you don't know, or people, and I can't say for everybody, but, you know, people are just, they're at a point to where that, that, to where non-existing seems better than existing, and I think that there's, I I think a lot of that is, there's a balance that is off, that You know, that if, you know, hopefully, I'm just basically I'm saying anybody out there listening, if you do have suicidal thoughts (laughs) and you do have this stuff, find somebody to talk to their, you know, suicide hotlines and stuff like that to talk to. Because, you know, ultimately, as far as we know, we only have this one go around in life. Yeah. Um. So stick around and, you know, um. You know, because you know when think about you can think about it kind of like this. When you're little, and you go to the the county fair or state fair, you see all the rides, and you can ride some of those rides, but some of those other rides, you're not old enough yet, either age wise or height wise or whatever. But for some reason, you can't get on those rides just yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In life, that's a lot. That's that's like life. There's a lot of things that you can't do just yet. You know, that you yeah. can't w- be able to reach to or fully understand or attain if you end at this point. If you cut off your existence, right. you know, you can't go on. And this is, you know, I mean, I'm I'm approaching, I guess, maybe middle age or, you know, three is age if I'm going to be long lived. But, you know, it's something that I definitely think about how it's scary to think about what non-existence is. You know, I mean, because, I mean, some people were like, they're absolutely sure that, well, I'm going to heaven or whatever. This is what my after-existing, my afterlife is going to be, but we don't know for sure. That's where faith comes in for people who believe, you know, that's Mm -hmm. where their faith is. But I also have a very rational mind to where I don't know what's going to happen. But I also have to tell myself, don't worry about it. (laughs) Because... You got other things that you can do that are focusing better to enjoy, you know. Try to enjoy the life that you do have, the existence that you do have going on. So yeah, right. um, yeah. Back, I don't know where. Sorry. I'm, well, did you ever
1: is. see? Have you? You may be too young for this, but did you ever see the movie Flatliners? Uh uh-uh. uh You need to watch it because it's kind of what you're talking about. It's a group of people that start playing around with dying. They they hook IVs up and they yeah and they simulate dying or they die and then they bring them back and it yeah. becomes wow. it becomes this thing of how far can we push it how far can can i stay under you know it was kevin yeah. was kevin bacon in that I, don't I
0: think he was i know that i believe it sounds was like a right?
3: very kevin bacon movie yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's it's
0: it's kind of like on that horror bend, sci-fi horror bend because yeah. like, you know, they they're all like medical students. Right. Yeah. Hot shot medical students. Right. And they make this kind of club or whatever right. where like Barry said they they kill themselves. Right. And then they time it and then they bring, we'll bring themselves them back. back. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's fa- it's a really interesting mu- movie, but another thing about what you're talking about, you know, is curiosity and things like that, right? When it comes to that, when it comes to suicide is I think a lot of it has to do with your intent also. Like you have Mm -hmm. to be very intent to end your life. You know what I mean? That, that takes a level of, um, just being done with it. You know, that, that, um, you know, I don't, that's a hard question to answer. And, you know, I've been present when someone has passed and I can tell you it's incredibly powerful. And, um, I think that, if the person, you know, hadn't lived their life the way that they did, um.
3: There would have been like an instance of regret. Yeah. Right before. Exa- exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, and, it, and that's something that it, everybody's got their threshold, man. You know, and, and we've had friends that have died, and I've had, goddamn, man, I've had more than enough friends die from drug overdoses, and, um, you know just sad situations and it's mm-hmm. you know if you believe spiritually if you believe in something or whatever you hope that that person is okay you know but mm-hmm. and then the other side of it is you know you know well did you learn what you were supposed to learn like uh there's a part of me that is like you know I'm hoping that there's more to the story because it just doesn't make sense right now for suffering, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's is, yeah. the
3: thing that really, I think, pushes me in general, like in life, to, I mean, when it comes to like curiosity of, of what's after, or, because I've, I've kind of felt both. Like, I mm. felt like actual, you know, dread and wanting to die. And like, I know how warped that can get in your head. Like, right. um, you know, like you know drinking river water sounds like a good like it'd be relieving you know what i mean right and then i but i've also had this like intense like wonder about just i think it's more just having to do not being able to understand what all of this is yeah. and right what right. the i think the the one thought that i had because i've i struggle with this a lot just trying to understand what life what it all is yep um what Made it more difficult, I think, for me was identifying. Um, and it's probably make me sound insane, but identifying as human
4: mm-hmm.
3: rather than connecting and and identifying as the same type of consciousness as my cat or as right. another animal. Like when I, the only time that it ever feels comfortable to be human and to be living is when. I feel like all other living things on the planet or in the world or universe have the exact same kind of consciousness that mm-hmm. I do. Right. Um then it kind of like makes sense. Right. Like it feels right. But this mm-hmm. this separation that we have you know of humans being different or of us having a different type of you know being smarter or being more um consciously aware um it's just dreadful <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> you know well a- i
3: think what looking at um sorry um looking at things under a microscope really really like when when i look at um river water and i look at the different things in there um it feels like I'm looking back in time
2: mm-hmm.
3: where I guess like realistically looking out in space would really be looking back in time. But when I'm looking at in, in the microscope and I'm looking at um, amoeba and, and what are they? Flagellates. I don't know mm-hmm. the actual, right. I can only read them. I can't <laughs> say them, but yeah. Yeah. looking at, I feel like I'm looking at both my history mm-hmm. and my future mm-hmm. and, time like looking like it's just it blows me away how quickly they move like they spin around like Mm
4: -hmm.
3: universes it's crazy
4: yeah Yeah.
3: and i can't um anyway so my point is it makes me feel less dreadful and less alone as a human realizing that the spiders in my balcony are just as conscious and understanding Mm -hmm. Of me as I am of them, and I can connect with them. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're, you know, it's the human paradox. You know, there's a reason why we're given the ability to think on the level that we can think of. It's because it's our responsibility to take care of our surroundings and understand our place in it. And for whatever reason, we've been given that ability, you know. And you know, animals and plants and and uh, all these things, you know. They have an ability to communicate, you know, with each other um, and and with with the quote unquote universe or whatever you want to say. But um, we have the ability to 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 start to put the connect the dots. Unfortunately, we don't have the ability to understand. It's like when you zoom out and you look at our place within like the universe itself, the physical universe. I mean, we're just. It's like. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And so at a certain point, it's like, you know, and I love to get to that point where I'm thinking about things on that level. But at the same time, the only influence I have in this universe is my circle of influence, which is very small, you know, Uh and so I'm a big believer in karma and that, you know, for whatever reason, it's a universal truth that what you do, you will get back, you know, and if it's Mm -hmm. good, it's good. And if it ain't, it sucks you know? Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why we're given that ability because it sucks. It is dread. It, it, there's a sense of dread. There's a sense of, Oh my God. But it at the can't same- be
3: just us though. No. Like, do you ever think about like other beings looking at us in a sure. microscope? Oh, sure.
1: Know? We talk about that quite a bit.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It- <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying to formulate my thoughts exactly <laughs> here and where to answer but yeah we human humankind has given itself um through the evolution of our particular brains and we have given we and by creating um you know it all comes from when we learned to you know farm and when we had to uh, and we learned to settle down and we learned that we had um time to do other things than going hunting and farming all the time. So we started to create things and we created culture and society and government and art and all these great things and all these terrible things. And then we kept growing and we kept expanding our consciousness and our minds and stuff. And maybe sometimes we shrink our consciousness and shrink our minds. But, you know, we kept developing and we've got to, you know, where we do, we are animals. We put ourselves above all the other animals, but we're no better
3: mm-hmm.
0: than a lot of them. In fact, you know, we're probably worse in, in many ways. The way we treat each other, our, our fellow animals, you know, and how
3: much we contribute. Possibly. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But we, we yeah. are animals because we, we have all have the same basic needs. We need to. Uh, we need to. We need to eat. We need to poop. And we need to make more other animals right. like us. And that's it.
1: Well, we're the only animal that has a sense of morality, and that's we and that's the big that's the big difference, right?
3: Yeah,
1: you know, because in the animal kingdom, the animal kingdom is uh, life of survival. It's life yeah. and death every day. And
3: yeah. but- well, they they save themselves. They save each other, though. Yeah. like they yeah. go out of their way, and then they also they can be suicidal.
0: Mm-hmm. And they so, can get depressed as well.
3: Yeah. So I think they there has to be. I think that's where I ha- I disagree. I feel like they definitely have a sense of morality as well, but maybe.
1: So if you're know. if you're a cheetah out on the out on the the sea, you know, out on the the desert, you're looking for what's readily available. You know, I mean, that's just yeah. that's just the way that it is. And that's yeah. Well, we do
3: that at the supermarket too.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. That's what I'm saying that the difference is is we have a choice. Right, in the,
0: in but the matter, constr- but uh, you know, that's where I was saying is like, we constructed that, we constructed morality as one of the things that we did because we need morals to survive in our groups. You know, that's something that we can we came up with morality and rules and laws so that we can all live together yep. and not always fight and steal and kill each other, yeah. even though that still happens, obviously, right? You know, right. um. But you know, so that we can coexist, and that helps us by coexisting and helping and living as units. That helps us uh, keep all you know the bigger predators away. Right. You know, and that's what it's all about. We're surviving, but we also created these um, this complicated other structures uh, within ourselves. You know, with like I said, with morality and with religions and laws and. Um, Culture and art and all these other Things you know that we created to not Only occupy time but occupy our minds Which has unlocked a lot Of things in our minds and expanded our Consciousness and made us be able to Think abstractly and have these particular Conversations you know And observe these unusual And weird things that do happen within This universe that we cannot explain You know but my cats aren't really concerned About that because they don't have to worry About that you know they just like They're chill you know they watch tv um, you know, and like there there are things that they respond to on television more than others, you know? So I know their little brains are thinking, um, I know that one of them is a, a she's a little turd and she'll do things purposely to get me upset or be revengeful if I don't do something that she likes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 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 high high consciousness sure. of something yeah. that's happening there. Sure. You know, and dogs, you know, dogs are very conscious, and yeah. dolphins, we just don't know how to communicate Very efficiently with all these other creatures. Because I think if we found a way that we could talk efficiently, I think we will find some animals would be children and some animals would be teenagers and some animals would Mm -hmm. probably be grandparents and a lot more wise than what we are. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Whales. Yeah. Right. Do you know how much it messed me up when I found out? And I didn't find out until an adult somehow. Um, Found out that wait, was it whales or was it dolphins? Now I'm second guessing myself. Which one? Which one evolved to be a land animal and then went back to being a whales? Whales?
0: Yeah, whales are stripped me the, out. They're from the wolf family.
3: Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Yep.
3: And and what made them want to go back? Like, how did that happen? Yeah.
0: Survival. They had to. Yep. You know, they had to. They went back to where they could. They were we more easily able to find a food source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course. That's you know, sea lions
3: were land animals too, right? So we're we're seeing we're watching sea lions evolve into being just sea animals. Mm-hmm. Is how I because they've got their little yeah but still <laughs>
1: but but I think we I think we've answered the question of why religion exists, you know, it's to handle these heavy issues without having to handle heavy issues, you know, yeah, but at the same time, you know, hey, people get a lot out of it, and there and oh, there's yeah. something to be said for it, you know what i mean yeah. and 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 that's like that's why I don't slag anybody for whatever it is that they're that gets them to where they need to be because mm-hmm. it, these questions will drive you insane,
3: yeah. God, and nobody, they will.
0: It. And nobody knows one hundred percent for sure. Nobody knows, right. but right. they believe and they have their. They can be one hundred percent faithful and true to their their beliefs. Right. But n- knowledge we won't know until you know because it'll be past that. Because in all likelihood, right. You know. Well, and we We, have die. We die, and we you know our consciousness goes out. And does it fizzle out? Does it come part of the universal consciousness? Do we move on to another existence or another plane of existence or another multiverse? Are we just you know worm food? Right. You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But. Yeah. It's interesting shit. It's fun to talk about.
0: Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. Uh. That's a
1: good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot, or the time that
0: I worked for a Greek painter. <laughs> Were you is model? Uh, not quite. We know it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean. Link, link. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of this. Be part of the community of Weirdsville.
3: I want to know what you make of the... Um... My mom getting
1: locked in the bathroom. That's just weird. That's some weird shit.
3: So it's not a. There's no um archi- archetype for that.
1: Well, I mean,
0: that could be some kind of poltergeist activity right. or some kind some of, sort of haunting. Of
1: haunting issue. Yeah. yeah.
0: And be, especially with the snake being there. Yeah, man. You know, and with the, there being the 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 shadow people around, because shadow people are typically I don't want to scare you. Um, shadow people are, are something that people typically see throughout their life and they that is they're a reoccurring thing and they tend to be not necessarily very nice um they are often you know but they often don't interact they just kind of like hover and they're just kind of like you know i guess if anything they may be maybe they're like energy or psychic vampire type stuff i don't know exactly i'm not sure um exact because i mean i'm not you know um a uh Supernatural professor or anything. <laughs> we're still, we're collecting.
2: Um, you know more I than have, I do. That I do know. I
1: I think, I think no that flesh. the fact that you were talking about it could be like an Indian burial. Like if that's factual, man, there's some all kinds of weird stuff that happens. Yeah, you know, with with and, and, and we
3: have the Skinwalkers Ranch here in Utah. Huh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, dude. Okay. Have, you, have you watched the documentary on that? There's I
3: don't. A, I don't know if I can. We just did our um our ancestry and found out that we're um my family's from New Mexico mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're um Navajo and and Apache. So oh, wow. I've been like really um wanting to. I'm too scared. I guess yeah. is what <laughs> right. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard some crazy stories though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I've been to a reservation once. My uh, parents used to buy. Um, Cigarettes from a reservation, but I've never really—I don't know why I'm so scared of it. But it is—I'm a
1: little. You're probably sensitive to it, you know.
0: I would think. I would think, knowing you, I think you probably are. I think there's probably a lot more weird things that have happened in your life that you've probably just kind of like shrugged off. You know, you've had probably had more high strangeness, and I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. That a lot of things we don't understand So we don't make note of them And we just shrug them off and we just let them Happen you know and we just forget About it because it doesn't fall in the normal And we don't have the frame of reference But for some t- Sometimes and for some people Those things are like because we don't have The frame of reference that's why we're so Particularly drawn to yeah. You know make note of it and look Into it and under- try to understand It or at least learn, learn more about It so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember but, when
3: I got that telescope? I and I think, was the lights on the mountain? Yeah. That was out that was out by the Skinwalkers ranch, those lights I was seeing.
0: Oh wow. There you yeah. go. Wow. There you go. That's not unusual for a Skinwalker Ranch. So yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I don't doubt that at all. I mean Yeah. Dang. It's wild stuff. But that yeah, is. I think as far like it seems like there was something that was definitely happening there. At your parents' house, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was if it was Indian burial ground because that's almost generic American thing, mm-hmm. you right. know. But and and especially since the movie Poltergeist, the first one came out. But at the same time, I know um, over in that area in North Carolina, there was Native, you know, Americans that were mm-hmm. living there. Um, there's like a, I think it's a, a lot of Cherokee in that area.
3: Cherokee,
0: yep. And well, um, my
3: mom and dad are pretty. They were they're both pretty sensitive. Right. I, I remember walking up to a house once with my mom, and she just stopped at the door and said, nope, back in the yep. car. Wow. Yeah. And she never, you know, told me what happened. But when we got older and we started talking about this, she said that she just felt like something wrong, and it was overwhelming, and our heart was, like, going nuts. And she was like, we c- we couldn't walk into that house. Wow. It was bad. Wow. And my uh, stepdad, Carl, he told me a story, and it was he actually told me the story right after the— stuff happened in the house um but he said that he went to his grandma's house once and he walked down the stairs into the basement and it felt like he was like falling into the stairs like there was no floor there
2: mm.
3: so he, he got like creeped out so he walked back upstairs and then he like grabbed a pepsi out of the kitchen walked over to his grandma who was sitting there and the he had one of those uh, lamps the, the, like, lamp. This is a lamp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> It had, like, the round base and yeah. then, like, the skinny, you know, like, the brass one. Yeah. And so he said it started rotating on wow. the base. And it just, like, went further and further out until it was, like, wow. you know. Ooh. And he ran out of the house and he, oh, he never damn. went back to his grandma's house.
1: Wow. Ooh.
3: So there's definitely, like, they definitely... I mean, maybe that's why they were more scared, too, because mm-hmm. they, you know, they knew that something yeah. was was off.
0: Right. Yeah. And How there's certainly uh, and it, I think that there's obviously people who are sensitive and more perceptive of these kinds of things are more aware of it. And it could be that this kind of th- stuff is always happening around us, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't perceive it because through our normal, very limited abilities you know we just have we have our five senses, and they're very they're not very good at all, yeah, you know, um but like um they they have that extra bit, and it may be that they just are more aware of it, and like I said, like this is always going on but or it could be that they because they have these abilities that things are more drawn to them Mm -hmm. you know or they could have been playing around with with the ouija board or something that you know oh my
3: mom did that in puerto rico and there you go yeah she she did it in the bathroom um so voodoo is pretty big in puerto rico um but she did it in the bathroom uh i guess she was about 28 and i was real young uh, so she, her and her friends thought it would be like funny. So they're in the right. bathroom and they've got candles lit. And mom said that the, the like candle went out and for three hours she was gone. She had Ooh. no clue where she was. Whoa. She was gone, but she wasn't, she was there. <laughs> she was like walking around, talking to her friends, but being a total like bitch, basically. Wow. Like just not herself. Uh-uh. And she said that after that, she, you know, she never let me have anything like that in the house because um, oh, she thinks that something passed through her. Um, and I I don't know. I think at the time I thought like, whoa, mom's nuts. But right, right. as I got older and I started to experience things myself, I was like, Jesus, like, yeah. she's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she, she uh, she's she feels stuff, and she's got what's really interesting is both her and my dad both have multiple sclerosis,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I always wondered if I mean they're finding out now that's more of a bacterial thing, but um, I'm wondering now if if when you go through that, if you're actually experiencing if it's traumatic to right. go through experiences like that, um, and since they've gone through so many experiences like that and they're so sensitive to them and yeah. it, like almost like they feed off each other, you know?
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, like you can develop, cause a lot of those are trauma induced. Right. right. Um, a lot of those types of, of, illnesses. So I don't know. I just always thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, how quickly after North Carolina, they developed that.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, but it also could have been because they both worked at Case Farms. So I don't
4: know.
2: <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> there's that. Wow. But, um, yeah, man, it's, I guess there's been a lot of stuff that that comes up. Yeah. It's like I come to, you know how, how it, what, it took me a year and a half to, to try and think of a story to tell you? And I remember one, and there were actually, like, tons of them.
0: Yeah. I, I knew. This I, is just a, knew. Yeah. I just knew. I just knew.
1: This how it happens. Yeah. This is how it yeah. happens. People come on, they're like, oh, I got, I got a story, but then when you get the ball rolling, it's like, oh man, you know. And that's the thing too is if if you if you live your life with this with your your feelers out, your perceptors out, um, you're gonna you're gonna accumulate over you know in my case forty five years of life, you're gonna accumulate some weird shit. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, you know, to bring the conversation back around to the things that we can't explain and why these questions exist, it's like we live in in an existence that's full of high strangeness, you know, uh, UFO sightings, ghosts, uh, you know. Everything in between life and death and weird stuff that happens on a daily basis that you can't explain, you know, people calling and hearing voices and wild shit, man. It's like, ah, I hope we figure it all out whenever it uh, is the final day on this planet. You know, (laughs) I hope it all makes sense
3: somewhere somewhere in in the math world. Yeah, they'll figure it out first.
1: There's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said for that, man. You know? That's one thing. Like, I don't understand quantum physics, but I really like the idea of it. Right. Um, my brain, I just can't get my head around it. But I do like Well, why. because
3: it, it's not, it's not, It. it's not gonna, like, it'll never make yeah. sense. Right. Because yeah. it's not, the laws there are right. so different from uh, the laws uh-huh. that we are used to. Exactly. And that we, what we think is obvious science, yeah. go into the quantum world. It's yeah. a totally different thing. Yeah, world nothing behaves the same right at all right and they're just finding out this new stuff about um for some reason i've been reading a lot about um magnetism Mm -hmm. there are these small microbes that the only way they travel is because they have magnets inside of them that and if the magnets are aligned then that's how they know they're going the right direction. They only travel in two dimensions. They go north and south, and that's it, hmm, the magnetic wow. poles. Okay. And they they can't handle too much um, oxygen, um, so that's why they stay pretty deep. But they, use, they make sure those magnets are aligned in them. And if you look these up, I can't remember what they're called, but if you look up magnetic microbes and you look at a picture of these, it looks like a tiny little microbe with three or four magnets in it. Wow. And it just keeps them aligned and that's how it knows where to go and then they're finding um uh magnetic um it's not magnetic pulses it's something else i don't think it has anything to do with dark matter but um they're they're finding like how common like magnetic things are in space as well Uh or in you know in the the Uh universe Mm yeah and just the fact that there are tiny tiny microorganisms that use magnets like in their bodies yeah to survive and to travel they don't even have to think about their role they just just what they do it has to feel yeah
1: that's wild
3: that they could connect to you know space i don't know it's just
1: it's crazy it is
3: Everything worked too well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, man. No kidding. No kidding. Yes. And
3: then we think we see these anomalies, and we have to know right away, that's not an anomaly. Like, right. there's a reason. Right. We just got e- to figure exact- out what it is. Right. Exactly. But quantum physics is just like that. It's like a whole bunch of anomalies. Right. So you just have to learn how to exist in a completely different e- world.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Great stuff. Trippy stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. That's why we do this, you know, we do this because yep. we love talking and and we love people that bring such a different viewpoint on life, you know, and, and think about these things deeply because I don't think we do it enough. In life, I think we're, I think we get so caught up in the mundane, you know, let's get to work on time and, you know, pay our bills on time and, and do the things that we got to do. But when it comes down to it, it's about enjoying life. It's about seeing the beauty in the small things and, and where do we fit in? And, and that, and that, that question is maybe something that propels you, you know, to the end of your existence, you know? I mean, and, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm the type of person I really get into stuff. I like to get, like, I'll find something and hobby wise or whatever. And I just, I love the way things work. I like figuring things out. I like figuring myself out in the process. There's a lot of learning that goes on on a daily basis. And we got to do more of that, you know?
3: A lot of people, I think, are being forced to do more of that now with everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah.
1: And that's great.
3: You know sure. that, what's that saying? It's like, um, the more lonely you are, the more time you need to spend alone. Yes. And I wonder, like, how how many people are really, like, for the first time, maybe in their whole lives, like, actually getting to know who they are.
4: Yep. Right. You know?
3: And, like, yeah. feel comfortable being alone. And then also, how many people are just losing their minds?
4: Yep. yep. <laughs> I
3: mean, yeah. It's yep. weird.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, hopefully we're getting... We're you know, be able to come out of this and and realize what's important, you know. We are pack animals, we need each other, we need we need positive influences in our life. If you have negative influences that you're not able to reconcile in your life, you need to let those go. And you need to live a a a karma positive life, you know, whatever that means to you. If that means, you know, religion or spirituality or if that means yoga or, you know, football, whatever it is, you right know, on. do it.
3: Bill Utes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors that was just that was such an awesome conversation that we just had but we uh, also wanted to mention bobby that you are a musician and you're doing some really cool stuff and uh, stuff that i love that synth vein stuff so you're in the synth wave right now and uh, I wanted to uh, make sure that we got you on to got you the time and to uh, talk about that a little bit and to maybe get some people to come and listen to you on where they can find you so so tell us about that.
3: Oh um, well uh, I like to make synth wave music um, I like pushing keys down and Pushing knobs around and making things go woow woow Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have an awesome process where I pretty much watch really really old um, alien themed movies and then I get inspired and I go boop boop. Um, cool. But I'm not. I don't have like any special place that you can go i just i just like doing it and i like people listening to it and hearing about what they like and what they think um so i just kind of throw it everywhere it's on um soundcloud spotify youtube just wherever um you type in ice keen um i-y-e-s-k-e-e-n and you'll pull stuff up and that's
1: uh, about it. <laughs> Sweet. So you re- you you just released like songs at a time? Do you do records, EPs?
3: Um. No, none of that. Okay. Nothing fancy. I just um, when I feel like writing, and usually it comes in waves. Um, you know, I just won't sleep, and I'll just write and and play around with stuff and. Cool. Uh, but yeah, there's no real. No real uh, rhyme or reason. I just love to do it. And I like talking with other people who like synth music. It's definitely a niche thing. There's a very small group of people, a certain type of person who likes
0: That's
3: cool.
0: You know, Bobby, I I think that there's more people out there than you realize. Because, like, I've always loved synth and because i mean i'm a kid of you know uh, when i was really little this when new wave hit you know um oh, yeah. so those are some of my first memories like my first one of the very f- the very first uh piece of music that i bought on my own when i was i think about 10 years old was a thompson twins and uh cassette and um so that basically set me up for life so where i've always loved synth stuff and i know that there's a lot of people out there Um, That are into it It's just also You know You haven't found You haven't found your audience yet But you will And that's what we're hoping
3: to I think it's just starting to To become a thing um, With like younger people Because of Of how it's picking up in movies and stuff But now Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see all these Like sub-synth genres So there's like um, Dark synth wave And then there's vapor wave Which I'm not a super big fan of Um it's very quiet and chill, and I don't think I'm quiet or chill. I can't
4: do it. <laughs> nice. Um,
3: but you know what um, cassette tapes make me think of? Um, when I was like 10 or so living in Goldsboro, and I wish I could find this. It's not, it's not eerie. I wish it was, but it's not. But um, in my backyard, my mom gave me an REM tape.
4: Oh, yeah. Um,
3: and I recorded over it uh, news forecasts for that day and then i buried it in my backyard for some reason <laughs> and i'm really tempted to go back and see if i can dig that up because i kind of want to know like uh. what a 10 year old's news force past sounds like stuck <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds oh, awesome be so cool
0: that sounds great yeah i remember you telling that story before and uh and uh, that, I thought that was just so awesome. And it's such a great little kid thing to do as well, because that totally made sense in your mind to do that. Yeah. And, you know, it just did not only just, well, okay, we'll tape over this and we'll, you know, we'll do the news, because obviously you're a newscaster. Yeah, of course. And then we'll bury it because that's what you do with right.
4: the news. Yeah. So I'm very hot.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody go and check out uh, Bobby's music, and you need to put some more. I just followed you on uh, Spotify, so I put some and more hands up. And have
3: one. the one you like should actually be on there in the next couple of days. It has cool. to be approved, and then they cool. do, okay. like,
0: you Good and
3: whatever.
0: cool. And stick around because the one that I like. Uh, we're going to play that after the after we end the episode here, so you can check it out. It's really cool.
3: Yeah, and, don't, uh, the one that's already on there, the one called "Speeding." That was that's not a good one. <laughs> that's old <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> it's literally the first song I ever made with a synth, and it's horrific. <laughs> like,
0: you know. Well, yeah, but Gotta you got know, to start somewhere. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Got to start somewhere and you can, People can see the artist as they grow up That's so, right cool That's awesome. right. Awesome alright
3: cool. Well
0: thanks again you Always got some great stories for us We really appreciate it and uh, come back Anytime because it's just a, It's a joy to talk to you and uh, We'll keep listening to All the awesome music that you make
3: Thank you, you guys as well
0: Hey Barry, yeah. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen a goat sucker? What? Goat sucker, chupacabra. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those?
1: I haven't seen one personally, but I've heard about them.
0: Yeah, me too. If anybody's got a goat sucking story, wait. If you got a goat sucker story, we want to hear it. If you got a Bigfoot story, we want to hear it. If you got a Loch Ness monster story or a Lake Champlain story or Ogo Pogo story or uh, an Oingo Boingo story—wait, that—that was an '80s band. Anyway, you got a weird cryptid story, we want to hear it.
1: I didn't even know what a cryptid was, man.
0: Yeah, dude, cryptids—they're like uh, the animals that haven't been necessarily proven by science. They're the ones on the edge. You know, they're not necessarily known animals, but they're known animals. We don't have the bodies or anything like that. So they're kind of like half myth, half story, based in reality, but still in that weird mystery area that we don't know about yet. Cryptids are fun. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you explain a uh, a pencil that shows up from out of nowhere, but uh, it's that's a cool story, man. It's a really yeah. cool story.
0: Yeah. And just, you know, and of course, that was the tipping point. You know, that was where that was the one story that she had and that she could remember. I think of off the top of her head. And of course, all of a sudden. Everything else, kind of, you know, or you know, started coming back in, and you know, and like we said, that happens a lot. Yeah, you know, where we're talking to people, and uh, they start remembering stuff. Even even ourselves, you know, we'll stop, yeah. we'll start remembering stuff uh, when we're talking about different kind of you know these different kinds of subjects. So it's really cool. So that just goes to show everybody out there listening. Um, that your one little story is we, we still want to hear your one little story if you got one little story yep. but sometimes that one little story is just what's holding back a lot of other stories so yeah. we encourage you to come on don't be hesitant just come on and, and join us and uh, be part of the show and like Bobby and um, if you you know if you got something to plug like, like you know or, or we're aware of something that you should be plugging, like Bobby's music. Um, we'll, you know, we'll do that for you as well. If you have another, if you do a podcast, we'll we'll promote that. You know, we'll let you talk about that. But we just want to hear all your guys' stories, and because um, we, you know, we just enjoy talking to everybody, and we enjoy hearing the stories, and they're fun. And yeah. you know, Bobby, thanks again for sharing because yeah. those were awesome.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Bobby, for coming on it. It does it really. You know, you start off in you know, you're over in one part of the world and then, and then we end up in, you know, talking about the universe and string theory and all these different things. And it's yeah. cool because, you know, you, your story may be something that sparks a bigger conversation about life and about all these different things that we all think about, but sometimes we don't necessarily have the opportunity to vo- to voice them and, uh, vocalize your thoughts. And so when you have, you know, other people to sort of bounce ideas off of, this is, this is why we do the podcast is to give people a a chance to, to talk about that stuff and, um, a community of people to hear it. So we're just, uh, fortunate that we have people that want to come on and, uh, we, we strongly encourage folks to come on and and be a part of it.
0: And I do want to, uh, and as, you know, many, one of the many conversations pieces that we did touch on, uh, we talked about, you know, Bobby brought up suicide and people thinking about suicide and, you know, we want to, you know, obviously if you're having suicidal thoughts, or if you're having anything like that, um, contact somebody, you know, yeah. a family member, a friend, um, you can call the uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline and that's, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and, um, you know, we because we want you around. We want everybody to be around and enjoy life. Because you know, you get into bad points in life, but um, you can rebound. You can yeah. rebuild, and you you have the infinite possibility to always do that.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Well, and always do so. And plus, think about all the stories that you're going to hear as we keep carrying on with uh, with the with the What's Your Weird Story podcast
1: that's right that's right yeah it's important for folks to uh to do that and uh and uh yeah and so we are you know we're a platform for folks to uh talk about anything and Mm -hmm. um and that's what we do so yeah yeah come on the podcast guys
0: and it's it's totally fine to have those i those kind of thoughts it's just don't act on them so that's right all right well on that note let's change gears completely and let's talk about what we have coming up over the next two weeks. Cool. As if you've been counting with us, you will know that this is episode number ninety-nine. That's right. Which is crazy in itself. It's crazy. But we have got an episode one hundred. We've got so much stuff for you guys. It's so big we're doing we're splitting it up uh, over two episodes. And what we basically got, we've got a bunch of uh, new friends coming on and sharing some stories. But we also have some of our old friends who everybody loves their stories coming on. So we've got some new stories that you haven't heard from Chad and Alta. Um, we've got a really great uh, story from our buddy Sam about going to, uh, to uh, school to be an undertaker. Um, <laughs> we've got our buddy Midas is back who are our very first guest and um just a whole lot of good cool neat stuff short stories long stories um all sorts of stuff just huge variety of stuff and over the next couple of weeks and um it's just kind of a big uh, thank you for listening to us and um thank you to all of our guests for being on and thank you know we're how we're just so thankful that uh we've just we've made yeah we're surprised and, and completely just amazed that we've made it to 100 episodes we hope you've been there uh with us too <laughs> so yeah
1: it's been amazing it really has been and we're looking forward to the future so yeah mm-hmm. just uh we're going to continue doing this and uh continue growing the audience continue building new parts to the subdivisions in weirdsville and mm-hmm. uh Hope you guys come along with us for the ride.
0: That's right. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you again, Bobby. We will see you. Well, rather, you will hear us (laughs) next week on the 100th episode of What's Your Weird Story. In the meantime, be safe.
1: Be weird. This is Ice Keen with Walk to the Planet Nine.